The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What am I Paraphrase LeBron James. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. Well, but not eight, though. It has been more than seven weeks since we have hit you with an episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. October 16th is the last time we published the podcast. We are back, and we are proud to present episode 99 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Just in case you forgot, my name is Nookie Bishop Jr. Thanks so much for riding with us. As always, I'm joined by my podcast mates, T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty, checking in with you. It's been a minute. What's What's been going on? <sighs> it's been, I don't know, almost two months. Well, obviously not since we talk. We talk all the time. Right, right. It's good to be back with my boys on the potty. Um, I'm fresh off of a plane, like literally walked in the door, put my bags down and turn my computer on. So I've been on a whirlwind trip for the past two weeks, spent some time with family, friends, family again. So now I'm back with y'all, with my boys. Looking forward to the foolishness. I don't I don't know what we got on tap, but I'm kind of scared because you've been storing it up for almost two months. That's right, that's right. We gonna have to run this like no huddle, like, uh, you know, express, like rapid fire, because we got a lot of things we need to hit on. And uh, we all got some uh, time sensitivities that we need to tend to. My brother, Baltimore's finest, Baltimore's most wanted. Man, it's been seven weeks. Well, give me the short version of what's been going on with you, man. What's up, Nug? What's up, T. Patty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And I got 99 problems, but the Digital Gumbo podcast ain't one. It's been a lot that's been happening, Nug. I've, I've had a birthday since we met. We've done like a major holiday. Man, it's been almost, like you said, almost what, what, seven, seven, eight weeks since we did a party. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back. I got a new bottle or something I'm sipping on. So I'm good. Okay, okay, that's what's up. T. Patty, before we bounce it back to uh, to Adrees for his birthday story, I saw you for like the first time in a long time, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever in suburban Washington, D.C. Yeah. I lost about 50 pounds. You looking Peloton spectacular as usual, melon <laughs> popping, et cetera, et cetera. Give us a quick review on the movie and, and set the scene for the folks that was there with us as far as uh, Black Panther 2 is concerned. Oh, man. So thanks to you for uh, hosting us at, at the theater. You know, that's, that's basically our group's favorite theater. Um, it was... Fantastic to be back together with the DC crew again. Uh, many of the same people that were there for the first Black Panther premiere. Mm -hmm. um, so it was 
like deja vu all over again. So there have been a lot of shifts and changes. There's been some marriages, some divorces, some new babies, all kind of stuff was happening. So it was just good to see people. And the movie itself, I'm, I mean, y'all should have seen it by now. So yeah. spoiler, whatever, you have time to go and turn it off and your ass should have already supported the movie. And it's going to be on Disney in a minute. <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10, I would definitely watch it again. There was definitely some unexpected stuff. Uh, I will say that it kind of rubbed me the wrong way that mm. the black and brown people was beefing all because of some bullshit that white people did. Like, mm. ugh. But then again, art imitates life. Correct. So... Clearly, the the door was left open for a sequel where the black and brown people unite and fuck some white people up, which is what <laughs> I'm here for. Ryan Coogler, sign me up. I will be an extra in that one. Um, it was uh, some laughs, some tears. It, it, it was a lot. Of course, Chadwick Boseman was prominently featured throughout. Um, it, it was it was tough like seeing them mourn him as characters. And I can only imagine what they felt like as his friends and colleagues for so long, um, sort of filming those scenes. I'm sure they were very, very difficult because they were they were a little difficult to watch, but it was a beautiful movie, beautifully shot, that little chocolate drop at the end. And you know, I don't even like kids like that. Mm -hmm. It was just everything. And um, I've basically been traveling ever since, but <laughs> I'm going to see it again because I love it before it ends up on Disney Plus. That's what's or wherever That's the hell it's going to end up. T Patty, hey, I need you to keep your ears to the ground. I'm sorry, go ahead, Drees. Yeah, y'all know my favorite part about that movie. What? My favorite part about that movie, and this is when you know you're watching a black movie. Cause they was trying to figure out how to how to like um you know, stop what was happening. And you know the idea they came up with? It's like, how are we going to stop this? The idea they came up with was Ash. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. Ash think was your favorite part of the movie. Think about the Nook and T-Petty. Mm -hmm. The idea that they came up with as Black people is like, what is the greatest thing that can stop anybody dead in their tracks? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> but yeah, you still going. <laughs> you got to moisturize, <laughs> Ash is the great enemy of black people everywhere. And that's how we see we see life through the lens of ashiness. Well, I definitely <laughs> am judging anybody that's ashy. So that's a true fact. Now, T. Patty, I need you to keep your ear to the ground. You know, your boy got the full motorcycle ZZ top Rick Rubin beard growing on. I, I think I could play yeah. one of the elders in this Black Panther 3 if I play my cards right. You know, your boy is a thespian. <clears throat> the Merchant Tribe will not <laughs> challenge today. I saw them in the mountains. They I mean, strong. We must prepare our defenses if we are to survive. That's I'm impressive. Work on my, That's impressive. A little bit, but you know, I, I think I could do a little something. I, I mean, that that was impressive. And like you said, you lost about fifty pounds. I don't know, bro. I feel like it's a little bit more. You're you looking know. good, though. You're looking good. Thank you. I was. Thank you. I mean, and the beard is tight. The beard is tight. Like it's the whole ZZ Top thing. You youngsters, y'all don't know nothing about that. Go look it up. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was so good to see you in person because when was the last time? Whew, trying to think. Almost three years ago. Something like that. Well, no, no, because y'all dropped off Nookie Rita uh, ingredient. That's right. That's right. Was that, that was last that, year? That was early. No. Last fall? That was early on in the in 2020. But then our friend from Chicago came. Was that last year? Oh, no, I didn't see you that day. Mm-mm. You oh, did man, not. It's been a minute. So I sent the last time I saw you was in. I remember it was cold. Okay. So man. it was like late 2020. Okay. I feel like it was rough. It's it's been a, a crazy three three years. Um, but it was it was really good to see you and of course Mrs. Nook. Yes, yes. She puts up with all my foolishness. So one of you really does. Time. God bless her. Absolutely. Absolutely. T. Petty. Um, yeah, maybe, you know, they could put me on like a 60 day program, like for Black Panther three and then like oil me up as like a zaddy and put the mud on me. I come down from the mountains and be like, ah, like wow. meeting Baku's granddad or something like that. <laughs> let, me teach, let me teach you the way so that you can be prepared for the future. So we'll see what's up with that. Dries had a birthday. I had a birthday. It was on a Wednesday. Nothing really happened. And then um, it was Thanksgiving. T. Petty, I was in your birth state, uh, crossed off a item on my sports bucket list. And enjoy a Thanksgiving Day game. Detroit Lions at home against my Buffalo Bills. The Bills escape with their lives. Detroit, 10 out of 10. Would definitely recommend, as Flavor Flav once said, don't believe the hype. Everybody nice, beautiful black people. And every transaction that I had from morning till night, lots of cold beer. Everybody was having a good time. Half of Buffalo was up in Detroit. You know, that's our new home field, right? Seven feet of snow in Buffalo. That's right. Yeah. They, they, oh, I home. didn't know that about the second week. I knew about the first week. Yeah, they, they had mean, seven feet of snow. Seven feet of snow that you can't get rid of that easily. So. That's right. Now, um, they went up there, beat Cleveland, went back to Buffalo, came back Wednesday to play the Lions Thanksgiving Day on Thursday. Um, let me tell y'all, th this is a fact. The Buffalo Bills are the first team to win back-to-back -back home games in Detroit since 2016. You know who else plays that four field? That would be the Detroit Lions. They have not won two games in a row since 2000. Wow. I mean, they're <laughs> wow. They're but, um, they're they're pretty uh they're pretty trash. Yeah, yeah. I can't front. They're trash. Their fans were rocking though. It was uh that stadium is beautiful. It's 20 years old. I I was there, in fact, the day that that felt that that uh stadium opened. Uh went, did not go to the game, went out drinking the night after the, went out drinking the night uh of the game. First round of drinks. I look over to my left, Jerome Bettis, uh Hall of Fame running back for the Pittsburgh. Wait a minute. Oh, Ooh, you, know that, you know, that's my next ex-husband. I love him. Yes, yes. He was in the house. I go and drink the first round. Next time I go over, uh, Clifford Robinson, who played many years in NBA, Buffalo native. He passed away a few years ago. He was there. I was like, what's up, Uncle Cliffy? He was like, what's up? What's up? Got that. Then I went and got my third round of drinks. This is like apparently Black Cheers. 
Robert Tractor Trailer, who played many years in the NBA and played at the University of Michigan, he was there and he gave me a fist bump. He did. I was like, what? what? Yeah. He did. It was like Tractor Trailer. Yeah. Everybody there was, was there for the opening of the stadium. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, a wild time, good time. Shout out to uh, our friends, the Marchese's. Uh, they uh, got uh, everything together as far as the tickets are concerned. Um, I think this is only the second time that I didn't have a family cooked and prepared meal on Thanksgiving, but uh, was happy to uh, not uh, have the traditional stuff, go to the football game and had uh, a really, really good time. So shout out uh, to the Marchese's, um, their family, their dad, um, you know, uh, Tony's mom and everybody and had a really good time, including their uh, son and their daughter who uh, you both know. So had uh, a really, really good time. Uh, Dries, give me the 30 second version of what happened to you on your birthday. We told you on episode 98, walk down the middle of the street. You was talking that bullshit talking about you wanted to look around the corner and see what's happening. What we advised you to do. Oh yeah, I remember that. Was to walk I down did. the middle of the street. Don't look around the corner because you can see what's coming. You apparently did not take our advice. That shocks us. You looked around the corner and give me the cross-contamination hospitalization story from your birthday, the quick version. Yeah, so it was, my birthday was 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 wild. I actually got some cross-contaminated food with like shellfish and I'm allergic to shellfish, so I, I can't eat shrimp or nothing like that. And uh, I, I ordered some grits from this place and I think they do shrimp and grits and they must have put some of the shrimp juice <laughs> in my grits. <laughs> And uh, I had an allergic reaction. Like my eyes started swelling, my palms started turning red, and I immediately start down in Benadryl. And my wife's like, "Okay, you got to go to the emergency room." So go to the emergency room. They look at me. It's like you got to go straight to the back. And uh, they immediately put an IV in me and pump me full of more Benadryl. So I'm like in the hospital. I I go to sleep for like two hours, and I wake up and I'm fine. And it's all good. All the swelling going, everything goes. The doctor comes in, looks at me. It's like, you're, you're good to go. And so I, I walk out the hospital the same day. And I was like, that's a good birthday to me. Like, anytime you 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 cheat death on your birthday, and, you know, you get another chance to go around the sun. So it was it was kind of a good birthday. I can't complain about it. Vertical is better than horizontal. I'm glad not, you survived not cheat death. Yeah. <laughs> exactly on your birthday that's 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 what you want to do on your birthday okay so clearly your allergies have gotten worse because i remember when you would sneak and like eat some shrimp sometime and you know you would get yeah, I, I used to do that you know i used to do that back in the was day. good mm. yeah i used to do that back in the day when i was younger but you know you can't do it once you get older so i had stopped doing it so my body had gotten used to it's like okay he, he understand he don't do that no more but then it got cross-contaminated somehow. My body's like, what is you doing? I thought we had an agreement. <laughs> and my body let me know. It's like, we can't, you can't do that no more. Mm. You got them $500 EpiPens just in case some shit goes sideways? Bro, you, you laughing, but them things is about $500. Yeah, they $500, <laughs> I know. Man. Them jokers expensive. We, we got a house full of EpiPens. I, like if, if 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 someone broke in here, that's probably the most expensive thing we got in our house of the EpiPens. We got about like six of them. They stashed away. We keep them in a car. We keep them in a house. We keep them in a backpack, in a purse. So we we got the EpiPen. If something go down, we got it. Damn. Well, I'm glad you're all right, brother. Because um, 
one, we love you. Two, we can't have nothing happen to you. And three, we'd have to rebrand rebrand this whole damn podcast. Uh, you know, uh, three is more than two. We need all three pieces. <laughs> yeah, because well, that's the most important part, the podcast, not the wife and the kid. That's Look, and T-Fader, why you playing? Now, I ain't saying nothing, but I had, I had recently upped my life insurance policies. Okay. <laughs> So I and I got some nice life insurance policies. Well, and amen. So I was like, what's, what's going on here now? That's right. Let my let my sister mourn in style. <laughs> She's gonna be well taken care of. Oh yeah, and we'll that, be mourning on the beaches in Ibiza or something. Man, we we up them policies, and you know we try to get the same amount because I was like, look, I I I need the same amount. Like something happened to you, I need the same amount. That if something happened to me, we get the same amount. We we equals here. I I don't have a problem with that. That sounds good to me. That's what's up. That's what's up. You're listening to episode 99 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. The Digital Gumbo Podcast is America's number one podcast all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Download, follow, subscribe, and rate today. Download, follow, rate, and subscribe today. You go on Christmas shopping, download some episodes. You go on Kwanzaa shopping, download some episodes. You go in Hanukkah shopping, download some episodes. You agnostic and don't believe in any of that shit, Santa Claus and all that, download some episodes and take it what you want to go. One, we need the ratings, but two, we hella funny. We got a whole library of now 99 episodes for you to enjoy. Uh, T. Petty, uh, November, uh, you are our resident political expert. In fact, as we tape in this podcast right now, the final midterm, so to speak, is uh, being decided upon by the folks in Georgia. Break down this Georgia race. Assess uh, quickly, if you can, the midterms and talk about uh, Dries' favorite politician, Hakeem Jeffries, ascending and making history in the United States House. Oh, okay, that's a lot. So the midterms were actually a historic victory for the Democrats. And I say this even though the control of the House flipped from the Democrats to the Republicans. (sighs) Typically... That's gerrymandering. That's all that is. There is gerrymandering for sure. But typically, the party that's in power in the White House loses seats in the midterms. That is just how it goes. Um, This did not happen to the degree that um, people were expecting it to happen. You kept hearing stuff like red wave, which apparently Republicans don't know that means a woman's period, but that's not surprising because some motherfuckers don't know much about about that when they was talking about that. Like, you dumb bitch. Um, So... There were actually uh, people were overperforming in areas. People, Republicans were um, not running ahead to because they compared against how the the head of the ticket did um, in the previous election. Right. So Democrats were definitely overperforming in some areas. Um, gerrymandering did play a part. So the control of the House has flipped to Republicans. And I can't remember the margins now because my brain is sleepy. It's like 
four or five seats, um, people were expecting that gap to be like 20. But what has happened, which is very, very interesting, is that the Republicans themselves are in fucking shambles. So it's Kevin McCarthy with his bitch ass. He now has to try to appease crazy motherfuckers like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan from Ohio, Lauren Boebert, like the dregs of fucking humanity. Um, He does not currently have the votes to become Speaker of the House. And so now they're doing all this infighting, blah, blah, blah. Now somebody, I don't know, I just saw this today. Jim Clyburn talked to Kevin McCarthy, was like, come to the Democrats and to secure the speakership. Like, what the fuck? No, don't come and ask us a goddamn thing, Jim Clyburn. Are you out of your motherfucking mind? Kevin McCarthy is a bitch. And wait, Kevin wait, wait. McCarthy, Say that again, T. Betty. Jim Clyburn went to Kevin McCarthy's bitch ass and it's like, you need to use the Democrats in order to secure the speakership. Mm-hmm. See, Fuck I, Kevin McCarthy and let the Republican Party pull themselves apart as they deserve because mm-hmm. they have courted all this crazy, racist, stupid bullshit for years thinking that they could control it and now they can't. So fuck them. Let them figure out their own fucking problems. Maybe Clyburn is thinking Kevin McCarthy is the lesser of all the evils, but fuck that. mm No, 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 no. It's no. Hmm. So that's what happened in the house. T. Perry, I hate to interrupt. What? I got some breaking news. Walker just pulled ahead of uh, Raphael Warnock, 50.5% to 49.5%. How much of the vote is in, though? Yeah, I think we're looking at about 67% of the vote. How much of the vote is in, and where is the remaining vote coming from? That's what's important. I have the sound down, so they don't have their map up right now, but they're saying uh, about a 1% lead right now for Walker, but about 67% of the vote go. As you know, Atlanta and the Metro Centers are always the the last to report or the last votes counted. So we're going to see how this turns out. Sorry to uh, to interrupt you. That is a motherfucking shame. But let me finish out the house real quick. So um, my girl, Nancy Pelosi, who I know a lot of people don't care for, but that's because they're not politically sophisticated. And it's not like I'm a political scientist or nothing. But Nancy is a fucking G. And people need to put respect on her name. So Nancy decided not to run for any more leadership positions in the House. He's basically stepping down from leadership. My guess is because somebody tried to beat her husband to fucking death a few weeks ago. And clearly that's falling out of the headlines. You can't fucking forget that. Um, So, um, but Hakeem Jeffries is now the... uh, Oh, what do they call them when it's the minority? He's a minority leader in the House, which is historic. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries is also one of my next ex-husbands because he, (laughs) A, New York accent. B, he be giving everybody the business. And, you know, I like smart dudes. So um, I'm very, very excited to see what, what the Democrats look like with his leadership. And what I really want to see is them fight way more. Like, take it to them. Fuck them. We're not compromising. With them, with the current crop of Republicans, there can be no compromise. You don't, you don't 
negotiate with terrorists and they're fucking crazy. So that's the house. The house is settled. Boom, 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 boom. Um, the Senate. So uh, that people were expecting Democrats to potentially lose the Senate as well, but <laughs> bitch, they did not. So currently it is 50-50 um, uh-huh. with the runoff with uh, Warnock and Herschel Coon-ass Walker in Georgia. Uh-huh. The fact that this was even close is fucking appalling. Herschel Walker is illiterate illiterate has mental health issues is violent is a fucking liar actually lives in texas Mm. had about uh four secret fucking kids that we know about has pressured women into abortions although he claims to be pro-life like the shit that comes out of his mouth is completely nonsensical. It was so fucking bad that they stopped letting that coon be on TV by himself. He had to have his white handlers with him. Lindsey Graham, uh, Ted Cruz. It was mostly Lindsey Graham because he obviously is nothing but a lick spittle for Trump at this point. And Herschel Walker is Trump's chosen candidate. So that race... Um, the runoff happened early voting, which Republicans tried to stop, jackasses. But uh, Democrats prevailed with the help of the fantastic attorney, Mark Elias. If you don't know who that is, you need to go ahead and look him up. But anyway, the polls closed today at 7 p.m. The votes are coming in, and it's basically a dead heat, which, again, is a motherfucking shame. Georgia, y'all are full of shit. But the black voters in Georgia are coming through to save this fucking country just like they did in 2020. Um, So that is what we're basically all on the edges of our seat waiting for. Now, I'm too tired to stay up for results tonight. So hopefully I wake up tomorrow and find out that the Democrats have 51 seats in the Senate. So they won't need dear Madam Vice President Kamala Harris to break votes, break ties anymore. But we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, that was really long-winded. No, no worries. No, we got everything in. Drees, just break down the midterms. And also, it looks like South Carolina may be first in line to be the real first primary as far as the presidential elections are concerned on the Democrat side. How do you feel about that in terms of that being your home state and that they might trump Iowa and some other states will be in the first primary as far as the presidential elections go. T-Petty T- said the, the, the key name, Jim Clyburn, right there, right? He's the one that, like, he he, he said, Joe, come on down to South Carolina. I'm going to talk to the to, to the constituency here, and they're going to go ahead and propel you for it. And lo and behold, that was it. South Carolina saved, you know, um, Joe Biden's campaign. And it's kind of like that, you know, that little bellwether of Democratic stronghold votes um, right there. So, like, yeah, I think they will make it the um, the first out um, in the primary, right? I think there's a lot of good reasons for that. Um, you know, I, I do want to touch on something else T. Petty said, which is sticking with this theme of, like, Jim Clyburn talking to um, Kevin McCarthy. I just want to say this is this is just crazy to me. I I, I kind of understand it, but then it's like very dangerous of where you have the Democratic Party 
they funded like Republican candidates that were on the fringe, right? Mm -hmm. So they would actually lose, you know, in the elections. So like it, it was just crazy that Democrats would fund that. And so now you have Jim Clyburn talking to Kevin McCarthy. You know, it's just, it's, it's like, how close can you get to this dangerous element before it backfire on you? So I, I worry a lot about that. A lot about that. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense because maybe it didn't make sense in any situation, but maybe it made more sense when most of the Republican Party was not fucking crazy. They will go out and vote for these people as evidenced by the fact that people are voting for Herschel fucking Walker. So also people who were involved with the insurrection were reelected. Many of them were. Yep. Um, we're seeing signs of things like, oh God, there was a, a school board that were, it was these stupid group called moms for liberty or some bullshit like that so like six of their chosen candidates got on this school board immediately fired the superintendent and the attorney who were both black mm. and they are orchestrating these kinds of takeovers of school boards and shit all across the country this is what we have to keep our eye on the local elections like that not just the national ones not just Congress and president, like no, school boards, city councils, state houses, all of that we have to keep an eye on. Although part of midterm elections were the state houses, several of them flipped from red to blue, which is encouraging, very, very encouraging. So this whole election denial bullshit, this full on racism, uh, Nazis, like all of this shit, it's a very scary time, actually, in this country. We are on the precipice of something that is very, very dangerous. Um, but there are some promising signs. So we need to keep, keep our eye on the ball. Absolutely. Yeah. And I will say about Hakeem Jeffries, right? Like, it is, you know, I'm super excited that, you know, he's become minority leader with whatever you call it. But... It's like, I'm just waiting for that other shoe to drop from the stuff that they about to say because he a black man in leadership. I know it's about to be bananas. I know it's about to be bananas. And um, I just I just hope that we don't get, I don't I wanna say distracted by it because like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be serious about it and, and focus on that. Cause that is like, you can't just let it let it pass, but I think there was so a lot of confusion just because he's a black man, right? Like they're gonna do a ton of stuff just to sow confusion and throw you off and try to get, you know, just just take away the focus that he's gonna bring. Yeah, they absolutely are going to do that, and we know that, and he and Hakeem Jeffrey knows it. Jeffries knows it. So, um. We can't get distracted by the bullshit, right? Like right now on the right, they're talking about, of course they ran on border security, crime, whatever, it was all bullshit. The very first thing they said they would do is investigate Hunter Biden's laptop. 
and now they're all in an uproar because that shit forever. They need to get that shit up. Uh, they're not going to. I'm gonna send y'all an article, and it explains perfectly why they're not going to. Basically, fuck them. They're full of shit. Um, Hunter Biden is obviously a troubled individual, and God bless him. And them trying to use that message that that voicemail that Joe Biden left for him, basically saying, "I love you, and I'm here for you," like. How is it a bad thing that this man loves his son, who is clearly struggling with a substance abuse problem? Ridiculous. And all doing engaging in reckless behavior, like taking nude pictures and whatever. Like, why are y'all so interested in Hunter Biden's dick? I think they should go in and go ahead and just come on out the closet because I don't know straight men that are interested in other men's dicks at all. Shout for the people in the back. <laughs> We'll continue to assess this uh, uh, Warnock Walker vote um, through the end of this podcast, of course, so you guys can uh, catch everything on your local and national news. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This is episode 99. Digital Gumbo Podcast is America's number one podcast about news, current events, race, culture, and politics here in the United States and across the country. We invite you to listen to and find our entire library of episodes on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Download, subscribe, rate, follow, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, review, and follow today. All right, we didn't check the box on politics. Uh, you know your boy keeps a show with him ready to go. We're going to have to skim through some of these and then uh, go forward to on some other stuff. Drees, Powerball, $2 billion. They was bullshitting. They delayed the numbers for nine hours. California said their security wasn't tight for the draw. They drew the numbers at like nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, lo and behold, somebody from California, suburban mm. Los Angeles, one person won. Mm. I'm mad as hell, I want my money back. Class action lawsuit, what you think? Yeah, definitely, right? You cannot, okay, this is gambling. Bullshit. And the whole thing with like gambling, it's gotta appear to be fair. <laughs> You can't. Uh, how hard is it to pull some numbers? Mm. You say you ain't have enough security to pull numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like it's not like the pot. How much was a nook? You said it was two how much? Billion, two billion, like two billion. It's not like you got two billion that's sitting in a room that you got to secure the two billion dollars before you do the drawing. It's just numbers, and you delaying it nine hours. And everybody is going and buying those tickets because the higher the number go, the more people go buy and participate. And it just gets higher and higher. Mm-hmm. So you got people who may not normally be playing will go out and play. But then when you have a delay in the drawing, that just make everything feel suspect. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not fair to the people who are playing. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not keeping your part of the bargain. Like people say, I'm giving you a dollar for this ticket. And I expect you to draw the numbers and pull the numbers. There you so, go. yeah, that's a mess. It's a mess. T. Petty, I was about to send Powerball my damn um, physical therapy bill. I got carpal tunnel checking my thumbnail, <laughs> checking the damn numbers. And like, it's like, it's not ready. It's not ready. Like, what the hell? Went to sleep about 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to check my numbers. They ain't even draw the damn numbers. So, you know, I don't keep up with Powerball. Like, I feel like if one of y'all win... Y'all break me off something, and so that's what I'm gonna do. That's my plan. 
So I did not know that there was this delay and you was all stressed the fuck out about it. Like I had no idea. Why didn't you tell me? I was I was mad. I, I was <laughs> I was gonna try. I was trying to find my people in Hawaii. So I called them like, "What's up? Y'all got the numbers over there? Cause we ain't got them over here." <laughs> so so they, 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 wait, 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 wait. Wait. What was the explanation again that they just ain't have enough security? That's, they that's they said, they said. Yeah, they said it was. They couldn't secure the drawing. That's some bullshit. They Wait, found they somebody. Secure the drawing. What does that mean? Like, I don't know if they meant like computer security or like physical like security guards to like guard the place. But they said they couldn't. Somebody got their numbers you in. You know, like, all the security guards was playing. It's like y'all ready to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Everybody ready to get tickets. Now, wouldn't it look so? It wouldn't have looked so bad if somebody from California wouldn't have won, but uh, California, y'all was late with the security. We couldn't have a drawing because of y'all. And somebody from California won? That's the, somebody that wants to know, what, what I think it was, it was probably some glitch in the system, and you probably didn't get some people's numbers put in the whole pot. You have got there numbers. earlier. Forget them. I know, but like you can't do that because like you find out like, Say, say, I don't know how many, if it was, it was $2 billion, I don't know how many tickets they sold. They probably sold, I don't know how many tickets. Billions. Yeah, billions. Like, so just imagine, even if you, like, 1% of that don't make it into the pot to pull the numbers out. That is right there. That, that could crash. That could totally destroy the whole system. So I think they probably didn't get all those numbers because everybody was going to buy and something happened. And they couldn't get all the numbers. They had to wait till they get all the numbers before they do the drawing. Mm-hmm. That's why I think happened. Mm-hmm. Quick update on some other numbers that we're looking at. Raphael Warnock has pulled back into the lead 50.4% over 49.6% on Walker. Looks like we're approaching 75% of the vote uh, in for um, for Georgia. Uh, yeah, we're not going to win this. We cannot. What, have... Where is the remaining vote coming from? From Fulton <laughs> County? Yeah, they keep um, alternating back and forth on the maps. They keep showing the map where, like, uh, the blue and red map, as far as the counties are concerned. Uh, they're not saying right now what remaining counties uh, are let me Let me go and check with my database, Steve Cornell. If, if it's way out four counties, then you, no. you got to be a little bit worried. If it's the counties that's right there in the, the little urban clusters, then you good. Yeah. Well, but plus, what about the absentee and early ballots? Because they right. have to be counted too. Right. Yeah, they were saying that uh, the early voting turnout looked like regular election day, and then there was eighty-three thousand people more people voted uh, early in the election than that voted in the general election. See if they would have got up off their ass and would have voted on general election day, we wouldn't have this runoff. So we'll continue to monitor that and T Petty. Please feel free to chime in at any time. Now, don't blame the voters. You know, Georgia's gen- is gerrymandered like shit too. That's true. That's true. So um, let me let me go check with my my database, Steve Kornacki. Okay. Okay. Dries, Paradise Lost, couple of vacation spots. It's a uh, volcano that's erupted in Hawaii that's threatening to cut off a couple of their highways, which could uh, spell disaster for people in Hawaii. Also. A man on a cruise ship from New Orleans lost his lighter. Uh, they haven't said if he's intoxicated, if he was intoxicated or not. Tried to get his lighter, fell over into the water and shredded water for 15 hours in the Gulf of Mexico until a merchant ship came and picked him up. 
He was fine. Hypothermia is the only thing that's wrong with him. And they said, this brother is strong. They said it was his sheer will to live. Uh, volcano disrupting vacation plans in paradise or the cruise ship, man. Uh, take one or both of those. Okay, you know, I got to take the cruise ship. This is a, a brother? You said a brother, brother? I'm not, I'm not sure who it was, but he treaded water. I don't, uh. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this kind of sounded like a brother because, like, you lose your lighter overboard. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm like me with a lighter, like that's my lighter. Oh, lighter, get another lighter. Are you funny? No, it's something about even if you get a dollar lighter, you know, if you let somebody borrow your lighter and they don't give it back, that's like highly offensive, deep baby. It's it's the principle Dang. of the thing. It's like the ocean. You can't take my lighter now. Okay, <laughs> so you gonna let me take your life instead? Make no uh, you know that's 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 the streets. That's the rule of the streets, T Betty. You can't just let people walk off with your stuff, because then they come back and they want more stuff. So that is just a principle there. But oh, anyway, okay. okay, it's a so so he treaded water for fifteen hours. Fifteen hours in the house, and he got he lucky a ship saw him because once yeah. you're in the ocean, that means the people that you that the boat that you was on didn't know you was gone. Correct. He's gone for 15 hours. So they just happened to find you because you was in a shipping lane. No sharks, no nothing. Yeah, you was in a shipping lane. You know, the probably sharks stay away from because like, here's where the ships go. And another ship just happened to come by to get you. So mm -hmm. that he, he was just fortunate. And then too, hypothermia, like lady, I don't care to even in water that we consider somewhat warm warm, mm -hmm. hypothermia. Hypothermia can set in in a couple of hours because yeah. you just in water and the water just suck out your body heat. So it's lots of different ways to die in the water. Even though you can tread water, you know it just it just pull the heat out your body eventually. Mm, mm, mm. And so he he really fortunate to be alive. T. Patty, do you think he was smoking cigarettes or do you think he was smoking something else to fall overboard trying to get a damn dollar lighter to light whatever it is he was trying to light? He had to be smoking crack. Because why the hell would you risk falling off a goddamn boat in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico for a big lighter? That don't even make no fucking sense. Mm, mm, mm. Now, I, I would like to think if I would like to think I have a strong survival instinct. But part of me, I just say, if I fall off the boat, I'm like, forget it. Because <laughs> I'm boats are tall. You know, I'm just saying, like, think about that, don't you, baby? Like, you fall off overboard it's not like you just like it's not like you sitting in a little tiny rowboat and you fall overboard like literally you fall like at least i would imagine four or five stories into the water right <laughs> on the average boat that you have at the there. top and you're looking for that damn lighter that's really like 10 stories and he didn't bust his head on the way down yeah that's what i'm saying this is a big boat it was a cruise boat right or something like that it wasn't like a little yeah. you know okay. it was a small <laughs> boat People would have known you fell over, they would have saw it. So it was a just went people. to the gift shop and paid whatever that overpriced uh price was and got a new fucking light. That would have been like ten dollars. <laughs> Better than 15 hours treading water, hoping your ass don't die. Exactly. Exactly. Damn. Uh Drees. Did they give him a cigarette when they put him up back on board? <laughs> <laughs> he should like, never want to like smoke. Light. <laughs> he should never want to smoke nothing ever again in life. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Drees, 
McRib. They talking about that this is the McRib final farewell tour. I don't know if it's like a concert going on. Hey, you know, I, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I went and got a McRib sandwich. I had it? one in years and years and years. Was it, it good? That's gross. No, no, it, it tasted the same. I can't say it was good. It was just it, it was it was just a, a taste memory. Okay. That's what it was. It's not like it was good. It was like, yep, that's how they taste. Okay. Did you get the onions and the pickles? Yep. Okay. And it, so it was. I so it, I couldn't. I can't say it was good. I was delicious, or I particularly enjoyed it. Mm. It was just. It was just a memory of eating them from from when I was younger. And okay. so I guess that 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 is that nostalgia. I think that people go for because it. it ain't it ain't it ain't nowhere near a rib. <laughs> it's not like of it's not. How can you have a rib with no bones? That's disgusting. Yes. I can't believe it's you. Not, <laughs> now listen, I eat my yeah. fair share of bullshit, but I have never stooped so low as to eat a fucking McRib. <laughs> <laughs> like no, never. And, and as I ate it, T-Patty, it was like. Why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> T. Petty, they talking about people need to use the correct chargers with their e-bikes and their scooters. They said people is using these rogue chargers on these e-bikes and scooters and they burning down the whole damn apartment complex, townhouse, apartment building, uh, single family homes, et cetera, et cetera telling them that you got to use the charger that go with the e-bikes and the scooters. Have you ever been on a e-bike or a scooter? And when they said, don't charge the shit in the house, they said, charge the shit outside. That's a big ass safety warning for the e-bikes and the scooters. I... Wait, wait, you can't charge them jokers inside? Mm -mm, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Wait, 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 no. That can't be right. They said, they said these people charged it. Right next to the rug, it spontaneously combusts. Something goes. Yeah, they use them. Yeah, they, you can't they just use plug the them into charger. the same wall as your fan. No. Wait, wait. I, I I know you. I know you can't do a car like that. But right. you, I'm talking about the little things, them scooters that people be riding around. You mm -hmm. can't even. You really need to be careful with space heaters, and that's nowhere near like a scooter. That mm -hmm. shit is not meant to be plugged in. Just oh. Uh, Willy nilly, like it's a normal thing to plug into your wall. It's not. So I'm not surprised. Um, I hadn't heard about people burning their damn houses down with those scooters, but I'm not surprised that it's happening. And you know, I've never actually been on one. I've been on a Segway, which was a lot of fun, but not a scooter. I, I can't get on them because I'm too old and your boy done lost fat on his ass and then that straight hip and then what he's doing too that's a bone, that's a wrap. I can't go roller skating. I got, oh, that's for young people. Like you lost cushioning. Yeah, I lost cushioning. That's straight bone right there. And you break your ass bone. Mm -hmm. No, sir. No, ma'am. Drees, they saying use the correct charger and charge them outside, the e-bikes and the scooters. All right, this is making me nervous because even my computer don't have the right um charging right now yes. so I'm, I'm 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 i definitely break that rule a lot of times because I, I i'll lose my charger and you know the the real charger for the stuff be really expensive right have you ever tried to go buy a macbook um charger 
Yes, and the, charger cost, the charger costs as much as the MacBook. Now, let's not get carried away. What's <laughs> more expensive? $100 for a charger or a whole new fucking house? I know, but I said that's $100 cheaper just to charge something up. Okay, so again, I'm just saying that's why people buy the knockoff stuff, and I can okay. see it with a scooter. The same Definitely. thing, you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna just get this knockoff charger. My my other charger ain't working. Okay, so well, I, I kind of understand it, but you, you right, it's a risk. It's a, it's a risk. <laughs> it's a risk I'm not willing to take. Just buy the genuine thing and go about your business. But T Pain, did we just talk about the guy who brought the dollar lighter, <laughs> and you went after the dollar lighter? And he should have walked his ass year. down and bought that $100. I don't care. So it's $100 is cheaper than your deductible. Well, that's true. Okay, then. Like, let's use common sense, people. Quit being fucking cheap. If you can afford the scooter or the e-bike or whatever the fuck, then you can afford the chargers. Okay, and I can be okay, in the right I'll, damn place. I'll grant y'all that, but come on now. You got to be able to charge that scooter in the house. You can't say you got to charge that outside the house. But you absolutely can't say that. <laughs> they I, did say that. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just saying, people were stealing. Like, where, and where you going to plug it up at outside the house? In your you garage. it or some shit. Put it in the garage. How are people going to steal it if it ain't charged up? And, and put it in the middle of the garage where the most concrete is. You know what happened to they'll, 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 they'll walk away with it and then they'll charge it with some knockoff charger inside their house. Oh, well. I mean, this is the risk you're going to take. You could drive a car and your shit gets stolen. What's the difference? That's true. They they getting into these Hyundais and what's the other brand? Kia. They uh, breaking into these cars with uh, phone chargers. I'm like, damn, Kia. Uh, damn, Hyundai. Y'all didn't see this coming? What the fuck? Uh, listen, you're going to buy a 16, 20, 25,000. They sell these Palisades, which is like a $65,000 SUV. You mean to tell me with my Apple phone charger, even if it's a knockoff Drees for $7, that I could use that to break in and steal your car? Now, Is wait a crazy? minute. Are you giving the criminals tips? No, they've been talking about this and publicizing this for months. They say, you, got, you know what they say that people need to do? They got Kias and Hyundais. They say, get the club. You remember the club? And on the steering wheel lock with the key, they said that. Oh, yeah, I remember the club. Yeah, they said, go low tech. Mm-hmm. And that'll stop them kids from stealing your damn car. I'll be damned. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Drees, speaking of electricity and power, they out here sabotaging the power grid in North Carolina. Thousands without power, still four to five days after cars were driven into and power uh, substations, et cetera, were sabotaged. Assess this. Yeah, so, okay, I, I've been trying to follow this story and make sense of it. So it sounded like, at first they were saying it was vandalism, right? Like people was running the cars into the little substations. Maybe they shot up the substation and people thought it was like random. And But a whole lot of people lost power. But what it made me think about, I was like, was this a heist? Like on like Ocean's Eleven, you know, when they check out the power grid and then they go steal something? Mm -hmm. I was like, was it like that? Or was it practicing for like um, some terrorist attack? Right, you know you got a bunch of militias that go around here, right? Like this could have been a training exercise. Like, how do we take out the power grid just using our cars and trucks, just ramming it to the substation, right? So I don't know if this was like some some 
some group, fringe group testing a tactic or a strategy, or if it was like connected to some criminal activity and they needed to be part of a heist, but it sounds mighty suspect and a lot of people still out of power because of it. T. Petty, they interviewed somebody from the power company. They be bullshitting. They said, shouldn't you have better security at these substations? They was like, we got billions of dollars of assets and we can't necessarily guard all of the assets. Um, excuse me, these high ass prices that you, you can't get a $10 rent a cop with a gun and even with rubber bullets and bust somebody in the ass one of these rubber bullets to protect these substations. You better do something. They said that they can't protect all these assets. Well, how could they protect all the assets? You know how many fucking substations and infrastructures around? They would have to put an armed guard on it 24 hours a day. Like municipalities can't afford that. So that this, that cost would just be passed along to who? The consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an act of domestic terrorism, I'm fully convinced. So I don't know if this is true, but I did see a story that there was supposed to be a, a drag show in that county. I'm like, if this is how they tried to stop it, don't know. Because again, I've been traveling, so I haven't been following up on that. But what I do know is people don't have power. If you don't have a generator, that means your house is cold. If you're on a ventilator or some kind of machine that needs power to run to maintain your health, storing medications that have to be like refrigerated, this is all fucked up. And they need to track down whoever did this and prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. No plea bargains, none of that other shit. Because if people die as a result of this, they need to charge them with fucking murder. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if you are a terrorist out there, you probably looking at this like, oh yeah, soft targets right there. Substations. Mm-hmm. You know, because you like, you know, you think about like, okay, you know. If you're trying to figure out like how do I bring down a power grid, right? Like you're thinking about some, oh, it's gotta be some massive something attack or something like, then they just drive some cars into a substation. And substations are usually like just kind of out there by themselves. So it didn't take a whole lot of money, it don't take a whole lot of planning. It's just like, let's just ram this car into this, into this thing. Mm. Well, yeah, this is to- this is not a good sign. Um like people should probably be on the lookout for like copycat shit. Yeah. Because that's an easy way to cripple a a county or a city is to take out the power. And I think it's Duke Energy Mm -hmm. that's in charge down there. They're saying the power won't be back on probably until Thursday. Mm. If it would have been University of North Carolina Tire Heel Security, they would have had that shit on lock and guarded. But uh, it's Duke Security, but... uh... That's neither here nor there. And leave that to as is. Shout out to my Tar Hill Girl 74. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. This is our episode 99, our first podcast in seven weeks. Thanks so much. It's been a long time. We should have left you without a fresh pod to step to. But we are here in the flesh 
ready to go. This is episode 99. The Digital Gumbo Podcast is all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics, with a whole lot of laughs in between. We invite you to go to Apple Podcasts and discover our library of episodes. Download, follow, rate, review, subscribe today. Download, subscribe, rate, review, and follow today. T. Petty, uh, when I heard this story, I thought about you. So we haven't had an animal story in a long time. A oh two-year-old, suburban Los Angeles, out playing mm. in the front yard. Out from the mountains comes a coyote and attacks the two-year-old. The parent was very close by at the front door, was able to secure the child back from the jaws of the coyote and chase the coyote away, I believe through a brick or a rock or a dumpster at the child. The coyote attacks the two-year-old and tried to drag the two-year-old away. So what you want me to talk about? Coyotes <laughs> from the mountain attacking children. Did you have that so on the bingo card for 2022? So this, this is the thing. As these suburbs are spreading out further and further, they're encroaching on where these people, or where these people, where these fucking animals live. And so you're going to get more and more of these stories. Do I have any sympathy because Jim, Bob and Cindy decided to move the fuck out to wherever the hell they are. And they kid got chomped on by a coyote. Not really. Like you're living in their habitat. So you should expect coyotes, bears, moose, and whatever the fuck else. That's why I live in a city. Would a coyote have chomped on little two year old, um, Patricia, if she was in the city? Not Patricia. No. So, mm, mm, sorry, mm. little girl, but your mama then made a choice, and unfortunately, you had to pay for it. Mm, mm, mm. Drees, a coyote from the mountains in California, Wiley Coyote, or the hockey team, the Phoenix Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes, which is more dangerous, and react to the uh, coyote in California trying to drag away the two-year-old. Okay, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna do something rare and disagree with T. Patty on this one, because I I can say like there is animals in urban areas too. Because I I give you an example. I where we live at, it's an urban area, but oh, you know how like you put out them um, pumpkins for like um, Halloween and like Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. We just like sit up pumpkins, but you know I I let them sit out there too long, mm -hmm. and then. Um, the, um, we got deer around here. Like deer are like um, deer are like mice. They, you know, they like overpopulation. They like they forage for like little food. So the deer came up and started eating the the pumpkins. And I'm I'm walking up. You know, it's dark. You know, it get dark now around like five o'clock or something like that. I'm getting back home from work, and I'm rolling up, and it's a deer standing right there in the yard, just munching on the pumpkin. And we like lock eyes. <laughs> and I was like, oh snap. I was like, <laughs> and deer is big. So that's so animals come around. And then we also have foxes. Oh, where I'm at. Yeah. yeah, we got foxes. So foxes, the foxes, I, I can see uh, this one fox come around all the time, just through the neighborhood. He's like the neighborhood fox. And so animals are around. So you do have to be of careful. Of course, animals are around. But are is your kid gonna get uh chomped on by a deer? No. No. Not okay not. then. 
but like, yeah, you gotta watch the kids when you when you leave them out there. You can't yeah. just, you know, it's still outside. It's still so outside. It's two things though. It's two things. A, you are y'all moving all the way out into the wilderness and then wonder why the wilderness is attacking you. And well, that's B. True you are also encroaching on their natural habitat. So they got to go somewhere else to get food. And if the food is your toddler, I suggest you watch your kid a little bit better. Why is your two-year-old out there by themselves anyway? Long enough for a coyote to just roll up on her. Like yeah, fox, a, a fox that's little, you little, you gotta watch them all. Yeah, the you time. gotta watch them because they are there. slippery. They cannot yeah. be left outside unattended. Period. Yeah. Even if you have a fence, like no, because they they can get up to all kind of shit, and it don't take that long for it to happen. So, Cindy Lou and Jim Bob that moved out there and left their two year old out in the yard to get chomped on by a coyote, that's their fault. Mm. You gotta blame them and not the coyote. Well, that is true. That's the parent's responsibility. I'm going to tell y'all a story. I was uh, very intoxicated one day, and I caught a shared ride to service home. So we're coming up to, you remember the old uh, Casa de la Nook, where you had to go up the road and then go to the side. So I was very inebriated, and the driver was driving. I was so drunk. I was like, who set up these fake beer for target practice on this road? They had like one (laughs) little to speak. I was like, who is shooting in this community? This is a subdivision. This is a respectable neighborhood. <laughs> when we drove by what I thought was the stand-up shoot them deer was real deer. It was like five or six real deer. I was like, damn, I need to take my ass aside. I was going to go to bed. I was like, you as far gone, boy. I really, like, they had the eyes and everything, and they looked at me while we going by in the share right? I was like, what the hell? Real ass deer that I thought was fake. So um, tequila and deer don't mix and uh, yeah, don't drink and drive. Call somebody. <laughs> tequila don't mix with much. That tequila life like the devil. You're right. You're right. Um, Drees, name one song from Guns N' Roses. From Guns N' Roses? Yeah. Lord, I can't even remember now. All right. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Axl Rose is the lead singer of Guns N' Roses. For like 30, 40 years, he has this tradition where at the end of the concert, he takes the microphone and throws it into the crowd. He won't be doing that shit no more. He I, I, I couldn't tell you right there. In 2022, you can't throw no microphone can't into throw no crowd. In the crowd. He had a recent concert where he threw the microphone in the crowd. Something went wrong. It busted and broke a lady's nose and bloodied her nose. He announced that they will not be throwing the microphone into the crowd anymore. Um, Wait, how, how old is Axel Rose? Axel Rose is old as hell. Uh, he's like, the, I gotta be 70. No, he ain't 70, but he's old. <laughs> Why are you throwing stuff into a crowd? Yeah. Remember don't that? Do that who, no more. Mm, who people that? don't do that. No. T-Petty, who was that boy that ran off the stage and hit that girl with the Iron Sheik boots at the damn awards show? <laughs> Iron Sheik, that was that damn Miguel. Miguel, they told him not to do it. He you went and did the practice. They said, don't you do that. We got insurance rules and liability here and shit. Miguel didn't listen. You ain't heard shit from Miguel since. But Axel Rose <laughs> hit the lady in the face and busted her nose. Okay, why are you at... I mean, everybody knows that's what he does at the end of his concert. But why are you not paying attention? Mm. He's been touring since like 1987. 
Mm-hmm. And I can't believe you couldn't name a Guns N' Roses song. Sweet Child of Mine, Welcome to the Jungle. Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah, Welcome to the Jungle. That's the one I couldn't think of. Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, don't. Please don't. We do got plenty of Oh, my God. Okay, mm-hmm. sir. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, so he will not be throwing that uh, into the crowd no more. And uh, that lady going to be suing. She's going to get paid. She's going to get paid. T. Patty. America ain't shit. TJ Holmes and this Amy Rossback, who are on the third hour of Good Morning America, they had separated from their spouses. They had a romance. They kept it pretty. Wait, wait, wait. Go, okay, go back. Okay, what now? TJ Holmes. Remember, he used to be on CNN? Yeah, so TJ Holmes and the sister. No, Amy Rosbach, she is not a, well, she's somebody's sister. She is not. She's a white girl. Just go ahead and say it. Yes. He's married to a black woman and he was cheating on his black wife with this white bitch that he works with. Carry on. So they had a, you know, romance started. They was able to keep it very quiet. Um, And then they, some kind of way revealed that they was romantic. Uh, That went on for about four days where they was on the same set, on the same newscast. And then lo and behold, on Monday, when they came to work, they was not there. ABC News said it was cool. But then Monday, they was like, they giving them the day off. TJ Holmes was there by himself. Amy had taken a couple days off. And they have now removed them both from on air. Assess this from a work at a romance at work uh, thing. And also, uh, I was thinking about the historical, you know, uh, black man, white woman deal where like, remember Jim Brown, I forget that actress that he kissed during the movie. And um, you know that uh, Hollywood is not good uh, in handling black love. Remember uh, James Kirk? Um, what's his actor name? Uh, William Shatner. William Shatner, Shatner yeah. and Lieutenant Uhuru. Leslie Uggams, right? No, not Leslie Uggams. I'm sorry. Um, Nichelle Nichols. Um, they had some problems with that. And that there's always some little funky wrinkle on TV, like since the inception of time, where there's like some kind of like funkiness always with like interracial relationships, uh, work romances, and then the interracial TV, uh, uh, you know, sort of entertainment aspect to it, Drace. Still there, bro? All right, let, let me say this. If now, what? Well, sir, wait, 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 wait. Can you say it a little less loud, sir? Oh, sorry. Blew out my eardrums. My bad. You need to draw a little bit closer to the mic, too, if you can. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Okay. If you was married, you shouldn't be having a workplace relationship. No relationship, because you married. Well, they were separated. Bullshit. Separated is still fucking married. That is true. That's number one. That is true. Number two, have some fucking respect and be discreet. Mm. If you're going to fuck around, which I do not recommend, but if you're going to fuck around, be discreet. Don't be out here like they had the the private investigator had him. Mm -hmm. It was diddy bopping asses all around. He was grabbing her ass like they wow. was on some fuck shit. It's just openly disrespectful. And if they get jumped, then so be it. So you mean to tell me that it was worth losing your fucking job? 
to be cheating on your your respective spouses? They haven't taken oh. them off the air yet. They haven't, you know, they haven't fired them yet. Okay. They have taken them off the air. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's sure. probably coming. <laughs> so is that worth it? You've worked however many years to try to get to this point in your career where you're on a major network on mm -hmm. a nationwide show and mm -hmm. you're going to jeopardize both your marriages and your jobs mm. for some dick. Are you for real? I ain't met a dick yet worth losing my job over. Mm. Not judging, but these are the facts. I'm her judging. First, her first husband, she cheated on him, divorced him, got with the second husband. The second husband used to be an actor on Melrose Place. Apparently, she separated wait, with wait, him. Wait, now, wait a minute. Melrose Place is my show. Who was her husband from that show? Who's uh, Andrew Shue? <gasps> what? That was her second she husband. She is married to Billy? Yeah, they separated now. You don't worry about it. I yeah. know who Billy is. Oh, she was married. Oh, Lord, have mercy. She separated wow. from him. And then T her and TJ hooked up. And TJ's wife, they got a baby. His wife is an attorney for Rock Nation. So this is... I mean, it doesn't matter. People get... Successful people get cheated on. Raggedy people with no job get cheated on. Like people just be out here free fucking. Yeah. And no discretion, no respect is really fucked up. Can you imagine how their spouses feel? Like you find out, A, it's bad enough your, your dude or your girl is cheating, but the whole world finds out? Like that's fucked up. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And see that now, now I'm starting to wonder: Is there more to this story too? Because you you had the the whole other thing with um what's his name and um Mia Long. Oh, uh, you know and how that went down, and it was just handled terribly. Yeah. Now I, I just wonder how this is. You know, I know they got to be thinking about that, right? Like, what is the whole circumstances of this? Because there was coworkers, so there was both anchors, but you don't know the dynamics that was there. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll continue to watch that. Uh, they even took them off the air. That's messed up. Now it's supposed to be Christmas and you're supposed to be at the company uh, party and drinking eggnog with the brandy in it and shit. And then they're going to fire you. I mean, I guess you got a, a immediate New Year's resolution to I need to get me a new job. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, it's your own fault that you got fired, though. Didn't nobody Maybe. tell you to be fucking around? You know what it is? ABC was cool with it, but some lawyer at Disney is like, no, 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 we can't have this. We can't have this. So they were we'll making them off air. And by the they, time- Listen, they wouldn't give a fuck at all hmm. if they hadn't been stupid and gotten caught. Yeah. They That's the like problem. Not that they were doing it, is that they got caught doing it. Yeah. Fucking they idiot. Said, they said the PDAs was very heavy and um, they was both training for a marathon or something like that. Yeah, and I bet the fuck they were. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I bet they were training a bad for a marathon. Giving runners a bad name. Dries, I got a couple- Wait, 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 I just looked it up. It says, what did it say here? <laughs> oh, the smoking gun, as it were, was a healthy pat on the back, <laughs> on the backside. That was a um, uh. PDA. You I'm had it at, right. It was on her back. Not there. Okay. It was no back. <laughs> it was her back. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Teresa, I got a couple bonus items. World Cup. Have you been watching any matches? I'll take that as a no. Maybe. Oh, me? 
Yeah, you've been watching it, Dries. You've been watching it? I, I haven't been watching it, but uh, the people around me have been watching it. So I've been getting play by play. Okay. You know, okay. explanations of what's been happening with the World Cup. So people around me are super excited about it, and they're watching the games, and I'm I'm finding out that way, which has been pretty cool too. Okay, T. Petty, I know that you work for a super international conglomerate. You're the international player with the passport. Have you been watching any World Cup matches, or have any of your coworkers or people been watching any World Cup matches? So I have been traveling too much to watch the matches, but I do have two people in my life that I care about that are really, really into soccer, like hugely. So okay. they have been texting me and telling me what's going on. So Morocco. Yes, I was about to say that. Final, the first African nation in, I can't remember what my source told me. So that's exciting. Yeah. So, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black per usual, except for Kanye. Um, <laughs> so that's exciting. And so, um, since I've been gone so much, I have a dinner plan with my friend who's going to tell me, give me all like the highlights and all the, all the soccer information. Okay. Because I don't play, I never played soccer, but I am fascinated by the sport and mostly by how excited the people are that are into soccer. Like they are really, really into really it. Really into it, yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting to see people that excited about a sport that I don't follow. That's what's up. Well, you now have three people in your life that's in the soccer. I've been watching the matches. I saw Morocco win today. Shout out Africa. Um, so I'm looking forward to these uh, matches this weekend and then next weekend will be the finals. So uh, definitely interested in that. And it's also a very interesting dynamic where, you know, these European countries uh, would not have half the teams that they have if they didn't have these players of African descent on their team. So yeah. What else is new? Exactly. Eight billion people on planet Earth and about four billion of them love soccer. So uh, it's going to be uh, very, very interesting. And uh, it's just a big event. The sound is big. You know, uh, Qatar, uh, their political and other problems notwithstanding, they fill in these stadiums and the people are just so passionate, like you said, T. Petty. So I'm looking forward to the uh, championship, et cetera, et cetera, and the semifinal match. And uh, I'll be hollering at you. Keep your phone on now. If we got, uh, they have some places that are socially distant and have the big screens outside. If the temperature is right, the weather is right, might go get some cocktails and uh, watch the, the World Cup finals outside. So we'll see what's up with that. Okay. Okay. T. Petty, do you have the holiday spirit? Yes, because this is the best time of the year. Okay. So uh, this weekend, I'll be going out to get my live Christmas tree because that's the oh. only Christmas tree worth getting is a live one um, and decorating my tree. And, you know, they have that whatever it is, National Enchantment at the at one of the stadiums here. So I'll be going to do that because the weather is not cooperating. I'm not getting no damn snow. However, I'm still in the spirit. So, you know, I started my my Christmas music. Okay. I had to start Christmas music on Thanksgiving Day. Okay. So I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know what I'm doing on Christmas Day yet, but I'll be ready for whatever it is because this is the best time of the year. Okay. Dries, before we kick it over to you, I do have the holiday spirit, tequila, vodka, rum, brandy, a <laughs> uh, couple other things. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm good to go with the Christmas spirit there. Got my cash app ready for the children, $25, everybody. And um, 
T. Petty, they say it's going to be one of the warmest uh, winters on record. We might only get five days of snow here in the central mid-Atlantic. We'll see how this plays out. But I'm also uh, interested in enchantment. And uh, they they high as hell, T. Petty. I felt like an old man. They want $35 a person to go to enchantment. I was like, I could do that in my front lawn and charge you 10 It's like, damn, that's expensive. But uh, we'll see if I'm able to scrape enough uh, pennies together to see uh, what's up with enchantment. Drees, you got the you got the holiday spirit? Yes, I do. I have eggnog spiked with bourbon. <laughs> so I got all the holiday spirit I need. And uh, we, we're probably going to, um, you know, go out and um, get a treat as well. We meant to go out this past weekend, but everybody was out this past weekend. So it was just like, I was like, I don't know if I feel like dealing with the crowds. So we're going to go this weekend. It's probably still going to be packed. But we'll probably visit a, a tree farm and kind of get hot hot cocoa, pick out a tree, and then uh, we usually travel for 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 the Christmas season. Okay. But uh, a thing that we like to do is actually um, see the lights. So um, and uh, we uh, we go a lot of times to Cincinnati, Ohio, and so the zoo there has a wonderful light display. So we'll probably check that out. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So yeah, you be checking that out. And um, I don't do Christmas trees. However, I do like this scratch off ticket they got called a wreath of Franklin's, and uh, the top prize is a hundred dollars. We gotta see the wreath of Franklin's. Uh, scratch off. Get your boy a couple, and uh, we'll split the money right down the middle. I wonder if Riri getting any money, her estate getting any money off that one. That's, <laughs> That's pretty good. Aretha yeah. Franklin's. That's smart. Aretha Franklin's. I was like, what? I was like, they got a scratch off called Aretha Franklin. What you win? A microphone? It's like, no, it's like a hundred dollars. There's like Aretha Franklin's. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. T Petty, give me one of the final four. Let's see if I can remember this now. It's been seven weeks, so this might be difficult. Uh, you can choose between a shout out. Flowers, final thought, or prediction. Yes, my brain still works despite all the tequila I've been drinking since last Good night. job. Good job. Thank you. Thank um, you. Final thought. Okay. Um, ugh. Okay, I'm going to make a prediction, although I'm not in the prediction business anymore. Huh, I am going to make a prediction that Raphael Warnock is going to win this Senate runoff. Okay. I'm going to make that prediction, but I also have a real problem with these motherfuckers voting for Herschel goddamn Walker. Like, you should have your right to vote taken away because you're too stupid to fucking vote. Like, this is ridiculous. And it's an insult to the man that Warnock is. But my faith in black Georgia voters, other than Herschel Walker and anybody, anybody black voting for him, we're going with that. So come on, Georgia. We, we really need y'all to come through for us one more time. I know y'all are tired of carrying this fuck ass nation on your back. I, I know mm. we, we, everybody black feels it, but the work is never done. So I'm, I'm counting on Georgia to come through for us tonight. Okay, one more time, Georgia. One more time, Georgia. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Drees, your audio is degrading. It sounds like you're at the bottom of a well. We go, we go <laughs> My up. bad. My bad. 
It's all good. All good. Give me a final four. Shout out. Prediction. Final thought or a or flowers. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the prediction. And it's um I'm gonna stick it, I'm gonna stick with political like T Petty. I'm gonna go with Hakeem Jeffries is gonna have to uh check Marjorie Taylor Green <laughs> with a quickness. Uh and then I say in the next month, you're gonna have you have to do a body check on her. But some, some foolishness that she, she say, come out her mouth. Mm. Okay, okay. We're going to continue to uh, scan on that, see what's uh, happening. The new uh, class of uh, Congress gets sworn in, I believe, that first week in January, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, we'll see how that works. And there'll be uh, some fireworks flying as uh, the leadership uh, positions uh, go ahead and uh, continue to um, come into place as uh, the new Congress uh, comes uh, in. Uh, let me see, final thought, shout out, Flower. I wanna give a shout out to Digital Gumbo listeners. Appreciate y'all checking in on us. Uh, a meteor did not hit us. We did not take a spaceship to the moon or anything like that, although they do uh, go ahead and offer that. But to appreciate y'all checking in with us and hope that y'all are well. Again, thanks for checking in on us. This is our 99th show. And uh, you know we got nowhere to go uh, after this but triple digits. T. Patty Drees, I've caught every legitimate hotel and audio studio in the Washington, D.C. area, and I'm not getting a lot of callbacks. I don't know if they don't like my voice. Uh, you know, I'm not telling them explicitly what podcasts we're doing, but uh, we got to get it together, and I got to get it together. Uh, also, I got in contact with uh, several minority and Black-owned businesses and was not happy with the response rate in terms of uh, those folks uh, getting back to us all the way around 360. So when it's the right situation and it's the right, uh, you know, sort of uh, studio space, whatever, we will do this 100. But we got this episode 99 right here for you. And you best believe, uh, you know, when we're ready to go for 100, we're going to plug the hell out of it. And uh, it's going to be something grandiose. One of the other things I heard is that AMC Theater, they are very hired up and desperate for money. They doing Zoom calls and just renting out the whole damn theater. Shit, we might just run out the whole theater, make a makeshift stage and do our hundredth at a damn movie theater. See how many people we can get, uh, get in there. But uh, we just sorting through our ideas uh, on this hundred. So it's it's coming. Uh, we just don't know uh, when. So first one in seven weeks, got this one under our belt. We got to get uh, Dries a new microphone. Hopefully Santa bring him a new microphone and then uh, we'll be good to go to get Chris <laughs> and Christine for this 100th episode. So Woo. we're working on it. And as uh, soon as we are uh, ready to go, uh, we'll definitely have that going. Uh, Nana from uh, Planet Nimming, look, you, you got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Who? That's Dries from Nimming. <laughs> He's from a different planet. What? Bruno Mars from another planet. You got any final thoughts, bro? <laughs> My final thoughts is please send me a new microphone, Santa. <laughs> yeah, new microphone. We're going to start a GoFundMe. Yeah, go bro. You're you you killing go me. You're killing me, Smalls. You're oh, killing me. Oh, <laughs> hey, Betty, without yelling at uh, Drees, can you give us uh, your final thought before we get on out of here? Fuck Herschel Walker and, uh, and Kanye West. Okay. All right. 
Put them on a rocket ship to the moon, a collision course, actually with the sun. That'd be probably better. <laughs> <laughs> the sun ain't never done nothing. Just drop their asses off in that damn volcano that's erupting. Exactly. Maybe they'll get on one of those spaceships that they sponsor in one of these little companies and then they just never be seen uh, or heard well, of. Them. And you can put Elon Musk ball headed ass on there too. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to talk about that on the next episode. Well, listen, we uh, have done it. Episode 99, our final double-digit episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast, America's number one podcast, talking all about news, current events, race, culture, politics, foolishness, and a whole lot of laughs. We did good this time. We're going to try better the next time. Remember, the Digital Gumbo Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Now, listen, you know you got them people in your family that get on your nerves at the holidays. You got that. There's two types of people. People that you know in the family is going to listen to and appreciate the Digital Gumbo Podcast and some other folks. Now, the people that's going to appreciate it is like your uncle. They go out with your other uncle and they go into the store. They make that run before dinner gets served. That's who you want to hit to the game as far as the Digital Gumbo Podcast is concerned. Your auntie who may smell like church perfume and old English 800 when she show up at the door, she might be receptive and open to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. It's a ditty cousin that looks down her nose at everybody and act like she's doing everybody a favor to go ahead and be, um, you know, at the Christmas dinner. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. And definitely your cousin that's named like Bradford or Bennett and like he's like a, like a super, PhD level, you know, like engineer or something like that. It feels like he it is beneath him to be there, but he showed up anyway because his mama, your auntie told him to be there. Mm, he may or may not be the person that you want to, uh, you know, vibe with uh, the Digital Gumbo Podcast. But uh, tell him you listen, you like it. Tell him that T. Patty is fire. Drees, despite his audio problems, is fire. And Nookie Bishop Jr., he's okay as far as like a moderator on the show's concerned. But uh, definitely tell you, Kim Folk. This uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, New Year's, whatever it is, you know, um, tell them about the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We appreciate you uh, sharing the word on that. We all talked out. We ain't got nothing else to say. The energy level was good today, and I really appreciate you riding with us. So the next time you hear from us, it will be our 100th podcast. We got some shit we got to get ready, but uh, we're working on it. And uh, we appreciate that. Happy holidays to you and yours. If you agnostic and you don't believe in none of that shit, uh, happy, uh, you know, December 25th. You got New Year's, both on a Sunday. Watch your football, do whatever you want to do. Do nothing. You can sit there and meditate all day for all I care. Do you. Be in your space. Have peace. Because the holidays can get crazy, but uh, only it can only get as crazy as you look at it. So if you need to, you know, excuse yourself, go outside, get some fresh air, and do whatever you need to do. Smoke your trees. Smoke your little, you know, drink your little alcohol beverage. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's holiday. Smoke the trees. Smoke the trees. Yeah. Smoke a reefer, a doobie. Talking about the blunts now. Now that's a little bit much. You don't want to get smacked up by your grandmama uh, high as hell at the Christmas uh, dinner table. And then they talking about Jesus and his birth. And you sitting there high as hell just waiting for them to serve the food. So be you, do you, have fun with your family, and uh, don't end up uh, on the news like one of them families where somebody gets stabbed with a fork because it's sweet potato and fire. So, happens at least once every holiday. Happy holidays, y'all.
God. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Take a ride share. It's cheaper than six months in jail, losing your license and the whole nine yards and the embarrassment of uh, having uh, a conviction plus other people's besides your life will be in danger. So don't drink and drive uh, this holiday season and always. That's it. That's right. Be safe, y'all. That's right. Y'all good? I'm good. I'm sleepy, but I'm good. Okay. Good. <laughs> Appreciate your role with us, y'all. We out, y'all. One love. Happy holidays from the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Bye, y'all. Peace.